Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They're down in seven. Bajan on the run. Throws on the sideline. The catch made by D.J. Moore able to get the feet down and out of bounds with 19 seconds to go until halftime. Well, this is a heck of a throw on the run. <laughs> now they're going to want all that time back. Right. You know what I mean? You have a huge play like that. D.J. Moore understanding where to get. And Bajan just dropping that ball in perfectly. In an open hole in the coverage. Mark Sanchez with the call right here on Fox. It is Gabe Ramirez. Broadcasting live from the Squawney Studios here on 670 The Score. You're listening to a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank. And it's not a game, Illinois.com. Taking your phone calls. Reactions to the Bears game. It's a good one, man. Feels good. I don't care what you, you can't. Listen, what you can't do is steal my joy. And most certainly there's some joy uh, after a Bears victory. Mondays are always a little bit better. And your Monday is going to be the best it possibly can be if you keep it here on 670. The score, Dustin Rhodes, uh, in an hour, kicking off the pregame show at 5 o'clock. And then Mully and Haw, got some great guests lined up for you. 7 o'clock, Olin Krutz joins the show along with DJ Moore at 8 o'clock. Excuse me, I'll separate those. Olin Krutz at 7. DJ Moore at 8 o'clock. Brad Biggs at 9 a.m. Then Bernstein and Holmes. Anthony Heron's going to be hanging out with them at 11. And then at noon, you get some Dan Weederer to give you some inside information of what he saw uh, yesterday at Soldier Field. Parkinson Spiegel got a good show for you. Kurt Warner jumps on at 2.40 p.m. Mark Grody is going to give you uh, some great information at 4 o'clock. And then Jalen Johnson, two big interceptions. You want to know what he was thinking when he was standing in front of the camera? Yeah, he's going to talk about it. 5 o'clock. Make sure you're here for it uh, right here on 670 The Score. But right now, we're taking your phone calls. A lot of stuff to talk about. In this game, Tyson Bajan had himself a game, uh, getting the victory for his first start. The defense played extremely well and continue. It seems like they're snowballing something right now on the defense. Iberflu said it was just people were getting back healthy, but it looks good. They look motivated. Uh, and Deontay Foreman, most certainly somebody that people should be talking about, had himself a game as well. Uh, but we're taking your reaction. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Jason. Jason. Uh, so, first off, before we get to Justin Fields, uh, I'm curious what you thought about Tyson Bajan and his performance yesterday. Uh, I think Bajan played excellent. Um, you know, I think he was extremely poised and extremely determined. Talk to me about, like, why do you think people are so enamored with 
his performance, knowing that they have Justin Fields sitting there in the wing? Uh, I think his his delivery is 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 better than Justin's. Okay, but you don't think he's a better quarterback than Justin, right, Jason? Uh, interesting. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say <laughs> I, I wouldn't say he's a better quarterback than Justin, but you know, sometimes like somebody who's more poised can get better results. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, been there before, right? He, he can get to the get to the finish line in fewer steps because he knows how, he's been through it. It's like you said during the postgame, right? Like I, I've, I've, I've played in so many games uh, from that thing. So what do you think What do you think the Bears should do with Justin Fields then? Uh, I really think, you know, since, since the Bears do all the lateral offense and the frequent trick plays, you know, if Bajan can do good next week and prove that he can be consistent – I think the Bears should explore like uh, using Justin Fields as a wing back. So kind of like a, a Taysom Hill kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to go over well, right? Because don't Jason, don't you want to increase his 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 value as much as possible, right? So you can trade him if if that is the path that you're going to go down. You know what I'm saying? Like get him get him performing well. I I because I, I think and answer me this. Jason, do you think the Bears brass, like we're talking about Ryan Poles, Matty Pafluz, do you think they already have their decision on, on a guy like Justin Fields? Um, I, I would I would think so. Right, because so whatever, whatever, well, you know, whatever they're gonna do with Fields, like, you know, however they're gonna use them or uh wherever they're gonna put them or if they're gonna trade them, I, I, I do think they they've decided what they're gonna do at this point. That's how I feel, and I feel like you know when they say like, "Hey, we got to give him his reps." I think it's more so to put him on display, right? You got a, you got a nice little something you're about to sell or give off. You know what I'm saying? Trade off in your house. You you want to put it on display uh, so people can see it. You know, coming soon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like things like that. And I think that's what they're going to be doing with Justin Fields. Is so I, so I, so the 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 using him as a wing back or something like that. I, don't, I just can't imagine a scenario like that where Tyson Bajan is is is, is Doing a halfback toss to uh, to Justin Fields, at least. Oh my God, that would be like my worst nightmare. I hope that doesn't happen. But but but, so do you have faith in Justin Fields too? You know, so you don't you don't you don't think that will work? You don't think uh, that would be exciting to have like so so Justin can throw it or or, or Beijing can throw it? You know? What yeah, I, mean? I don't I don't think the question is whether it's exciting or not, right? I mean, because I think yeah, we can all agree that yeah, that that sounds fun, right? Like who wouldn't like something some gadget plays like that? I think it's 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 whether or not that's something that 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 can be possible, right? Where Justin Fields is not is not going to be like, yeah, put me as a wing back, and I'm a like, you know what I mean? Like, there's too many elements that are going to stop that from happening, right? Like Ryan Poles wants Justin Fields to play quarterback. Justin Fields wants to play quarterback. Like in terms of them like settling in on a wing back position and being like, yeah. Now, if the Bears were, let's say, you know, six and one, right, right, or if the Bears were six and one and and you know, Tyson Bajan was getting him there and you needed something like some gadget play to get you to win a Super Bowl, then I'd understand that. But like to be two and five and, and, and be like, yeah, put him as a wing back, I don't think that, that that's something that they would do. But but I appreciate the phone call, Jason. Uh I think a lot of people are gonna be trying to figure out what to do with their uh what to do with the quarterback position. But I think it's very clear. I I don't think it's I don't I don't think there's any there's no controversy at all. Tyson Bajan comes in, has a good game, does what a quarterback should, uh, backup quarterback should do. Step in in the event of an injury and operate the offense and give your team an opportunity to win. And he did just that. But Justin Fields is your starting quarterback. And 
I do think that the Bears have made their decision on Justin Fields. They can say whatever they want. They can't, they can't come out and say that. Eberflus can't come out and be like, yeah, we already know what's up with Justin Fields. What do you think their decision is on Justin Fields? Yeah, they're moving on. Yeah, yeah. moving on emotionally. You know what I mean? Like, I already said he'll be the starting I think he'll be the starting quarterback next year, barring a trade. But emotionally, they moved on from Justin Fields. I hate to use like this kind of comparison, but I've been getting a vibe from Minnesota that this new regime wants to move on from Kirk Cousins. And is it sort of the same thing to where they want to move on, but they can't find anyone else better like in the present like time? It's tough because you're not. I mean, you're not going to get a number one pick, right? So how do you get? How do you then fix the quarterback situation on a guy that doesn't want to get traded, where you can't get any assets for him? So that's the most difficult part with Kirk Cousins and. To be very fair, he's given them the best opportunity to win that the Vikings have had in a very long time. And you think Justin Fields next year will give the Bears the best opportunity to win, barring anyone no. out there? No, 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 no. But you still I, think he'll be the starter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't Got think it. he gives them the best chance. I think it's the I, – I like to think of things from a business standpoint, right? And if I'm running the business of the Chicago Bears and I have Justin Fields – for one last year, yeah, whatever. I'm going to keep you. Yeah, like I said, barring a trade, if I get something really cool for you, right? And then what I don't do is throw my brand new rookie quarterback in to start from the very beginning. I just don't. And, I, and so I have options, and I have Justin Fields to be there. Remember, the Bears still have like two tiers to go, right? They have to they have to be a good football team first, and they're still not there yet. But they can do that next year with Justin Fields, like building it out, like getting the D line, making everybody you know good. And if they if they if they do for whatever reason get better and happen to make it to the playoffs, you're playing with house money, and you got a guy in Justin Fields there that's that's letting the quarter the, the rookie quarterback play from underneath. But I can't say it enough. Never will I ever be in a situation two years in a row where I have the number one pick or the top five pick or whatever it is, and and not tackle the quarterback position, especially when you're in the situation that you're in right now. Like you said, in today's NFL, you need a top eight quarterback to win playoff games. A top eight quarterback is that simple. And that's why we're taking your phone calls, because we're talking about this Bears victory, the state of the Bears, the state of Justin Fields, and a lot of people calling for Coach Eberflus's head today, which is odd. 312-644-6767. Love talking to this guy's chill. What up, man? What's good, bro? You know. Out here just living in the present, enjoying the victory, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let anybody steal my joy this week. I got a dub, and I'm feeling good about it. I don't know, man. It sounds like you got a, a hidden agenda, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's what people think, and it's not that chill. I've been telling you this. It's not a hidden agenda. I like Justin Fields. I got a Justin Fields jersey. I rock with Justin Fields. The thing is this: I need a top eight quarterback, though. I'm tired of no, living in mediocrity. No, yes, I no, do. No, you don't. Name the top eight quarterbacks over the last ten years that won Super Bowls. Okay, uh, just uh, Patrick Mahomes. All right. I wait. I, I got you, Tom Brady. No, he's not a few. He, but he wasn't the top eight draft pick. He wasn't. Bro. Oh, you're talking about that are top eight draft picks. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I, I okay. I hear what you're saying. First of all, only one team can win a Super Bowl every year, right? So let's be very exactly. clear. Right, right, right. So I, I'm talking about you need a top eight quarterback. I didn't say to win a Super Bowl every year. Oh, I said a top okay. eight quarterback to win playoff games so that I'm consistently in that conversation of teams that have the opportunity to win Super Bowls. Now, if you were to tell me how many top eight quarterbacks have been in the last four teams in the playoffs for the last other years, now I bet you that would probably be in favor of my argument a little bit more. 
Yeah, but how many of them won a Super Bowl, though? How many first-round quarterbacks won a Super Bowl the last 10 years? But you're talking about first-round picks? You're talking about, I'm not talking about first pick in the draft. I'm talking about first-round picks. first-round yeah. quarterback period. It's only been one, and that's Mahomes. Because Tom Brady's been dominating the field for the last – it's, it's, it's a skewed statistic. Pick, right, it's a he skewed statistic. You're, you're, you're making an argument knowing that Tom Brady is in there disrupting that whole decade – for you, it's, okay, it's, it's a skewed so system. You got all night. You got all night to, to you know, what I mean, to talk, chop it up with the people. My thing is that, like I told the producer, my thing is I want the best thing for the Bears. I don't care about who the quarterback is, and the best thing for the Bears for me is to have, like, you know, what I'm saying, you need to, like you said earlier, you gotta, they gotta secure these trenches, man. The quarterback ain't gonna matter until the trenches are secure. Uh, and 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 like the guy was saying earlier about. You know what I mean? Larry Bourne is a turnstile. He's getting the third. Listen, man. Ryan Poles, I promise you, he understands this, and he better understand this. He's going to be out of here, too. You better not draft the quarterback in the first round next year. You better not <laughs> draft the quarterback in the second round next year. You better wait until you get that left tackle position secured, those edges secured, and that center spot secured before you think about a quarterback. And, and I'm here for that conversation because, right, you have people saying that show where they're like, okay, you get the best left tackle with that first pick. Got you know, to, bro. And, right, and shore, shore that up, right, which I'm I, – I, listen, I, I, I get that, right? And then get you a killer on the defensive line with that second pick, you and got now you've, you've got your trenches taken care of. But, but, then, but then here's my question for you then, right? Are you then saying that Justin Fields is then the guy to take you deep in the playoffs – if you no. have a left tackle on the defense. No. Okay. No. So but then but then you're still left with addressing the quarterback position, right, Chill? And then what happens is you no longer have a top ten draft pick because you've shored up the line. Because you are That's now right. a mediocre team. And now how no. are you going to address the quarterback no. position in that situation? No. I'm gonna tell you what, right? We're not gonna even just talk about Tom Brady, right? Let's talk about Kurt Warner. Let's talk about even Nick Foles. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not the Nick Foles when he was drafted, but the one that came late on after years and years. You got, what's my man's name uh, that won it with the Ravens? Flacco. No, 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 no. The other one, Trent Dilfer. Oh, Trent Dilfer, right, right. Yeah, so it don't necessarily take a top-tier quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but what did Trent Dilfer have? But what did Trent Dilfer have? He had a he had a dominant defense, like one of the exactly. best ever. right. But you're asking for the Bears to build that to then go alongside of Justin Fields. No, I'm not. I don't want Justin Fields as quarterback, bro. I hope they send him home to Atlanta. <laughs> I do, man. I hope they send him to Atlanta. I, hear I, I, hope, I <laughs> hope he wins in Atlanta, man. But no, nah, man. And, it, and it's not a knock on Justin. But the thing is that I can't remember Michael Vick, McNabb, Cunningham. I can't remember one athletic quarterback besides Russell Wilson. And that was behind Marshawn Lynch if they won that Super Bowl. But I can't remember one athletic, super hyper, run around type of quarterback winning a Super Bowl ever, bro. Except for Patrick Mahomes. But yeah, I hear what you're saying, though. He's not hyper athletic, though. He's a pocket. He just he is just the same thing as Aaron Rodgers. He just know how to manipulate the pocket. He, Mahomes is not super athletic. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm here for that conversation. But I hear what you're saying. Feel, get what you're really saying. The main point: fix the trenches. And then you can work with a quarterback in, to, in that bro. space. I hear what you're saying. You have to because the, uh, somebody earlier said that the Bears beat up on the beat up Raiders team. The Bears got backups at every starting position almost, man. 
are all backup players that they playing with, bro. Yeah, they're most certainly trying to. They're most certainly trying to build the roster. That's for sure. That's what the Bears are trying to do. And hey, they're gonna have a lot of cap space, and they're gonna have some draft picks. That's for certain. And it's gonna be up to Ryan Poles to put the Bears in the best position to to grow that team. And it might be via the trenches. It might be just that. Bears would look nice with a with a Jalen Carter. Disrupting the middle, four and a half sacks on the season. That'd be great. All right, taking more of your phone calls, 312-644-6767. Bears defeat the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders 30-12. to 12. Uh, We're taking your reactions, reactions to Tyson Bajan's performance, uh, reactions to uh, Jalen Johnson and the Bears' defense. What did you think? 312-644-6767. We'll take your calls next. It's Gabe Ramirez on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday right here. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 70 the score. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Leading you right into the pregame show. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. Dustin Rhodes going to be taking care of that on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank and It's Not a Game, Illinois.com. Gonna be hanging out to five o'clock today, taking your phone calls 312-644-6767. Reaction to the Bears victory yesterday. Gotta be feeling good on a Monday as you wake up or get off work. Everybody's talking about Tyson Bajan v Justin Fields v Caleb Williams. But people really should be talking about Deontay Foreman versus Khalil Herbert. Like you want to talk about like a controversy. How how have you not how have how have you watched Deontay Foreman for the last couple of games and not said to yourself, this guy should be the starting running back for the Bears and Khalil Herbert should take back his change of pace role? Deontay Foreman is a grown man running with aggression. And running like he's not just gonna lower his helmet the way Roshan Johnson does, which I love, by the way. I love a phys- good physical runner. But he's gonna, you know, hit you with some. Agility as well. I thought he's, I thought he's done very very well over the last couple of games. So for me, I'm starting him, and I'm using Khalil Herbert as the change of pace back. Bears need to lean on that. Just take that game plan from yesterday and implement it week in and week out. Time of possession. One thing Tyson Bajan did extremely well: control the clock, extend the drives. Three drives for Tyson Bajan over six minutes. Think about that. 
three drives over six minutes. One of them lasted eight minutes. I mean, when you're doing things like that, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough for the other team to, to defeat you. I mean, obviously, you know, less possessions for them, keeping the ball out of their hands. Obviously, scoring off turnovers. Bears get the interception, put up another tutty after that. Like, it was a well-played game by the entire team. Scheme was right. Eberflus getting more comfortable on the defense, like he said, in the post game. Just, it was a good good game all around. Uh, and we're taking your calls again. 312-644-6767. Uh, phone lines are open right now. You're listening to a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Got a really good show uh, all day today. Mully and Haw. Olin Krutz is going to be jumping on with them at 7 o'clock. It's going to be great. I love listening to Olin Krutz. I feel smarter every time I listen to the post game. And you'll be feeling smarter at 7 o'clock today. DJ Moore, who we're going to be hearing from in just a second, he's going to be on at 8 o'clock with Mully and Haw. And then Brad Biggs, 9 a.m. with the fellas. Make sure you guys are here for that. Bernstein and Holmes, they're going to be talking some Bears football. Can't wait to hear what those two have to say about what they saw um, yesterday. Anthony Heron's going to hang out with them at 11 a.m. Then Dan Weederer is going to jump on at noon. And then Parkins and Spiegel. They start at 2 o'clock, and they come out firing. After crosstalk at the top of the hour, Kurt Warner joins the show at 2.40 p.m. And then the guys, though, I'm sure, uh, get into their roundtable about the Bears until Mark Grody hangs out at 4 o'clock. And then Jalen Johnson, 5 p.m., jumps on with the guys. Uh, to talk a little bit about his amazing performance. Two interceptions. Somebody's like, I said, he 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 must have wanted to have a good game because he wore the, the orange sleeves under that. Just stood out like a sore thumb. But, hey, if you're going to Halloween it up and wear some orange sleeves, you got to get a, an interception. What were we going to say? I love it. Oh, I love it. Did you Were you here for the fashion, uh, fashion you dig with the orange sleeves? I always like when guys try to do something out of the box like that. Yeah. Swaggy. It only works for me if you get the interception. I like what you mentioned earlier, though, about Jalen Johnson, about the turnovers, because I feel like he he plays more of a lockdown-style quarterback. Yeah. But seeing him get those turnovers, because I know he's like, I really want to get those turnovers. Those two picks have got to have him feeling really good after yeah, I think, yesterday. You know, being able to track down the ball on somewhat of a duck in the air and you see his face, you see the concentration. He knew he needed to come down with it, so that was great. Uh, the interception for the touchdown, I mean, gosh. It couldn't, play. It, it couldn't have happened to a better player. I want, want to make that very clear. It, he, he looked kind of cocky, but couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, he's just like a super humble dude, like very nice. It's just, It was just matter of fact, like, hey, you guys said I didn't get any interceptions and I didn't whatever. Here you go. This is my moment. Here you go. Like, he, what he should have did was had a – see, this is a good celebration. He should have had a pen in his pocket and then went up to the camera and, like, like he's ready to sign a contract or something like that. that been, he was making it rain, that. so he was, he was letting everyone oh, know he, for oh, sure. we, knew, we knew what he was talking about there. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jalen, though. I would have did the same thing. Took off my helmet, waited till he got out of the end zone. Smart, didn't want the penalty. Did all that properly. Just good. I love it. Five o'clock. Can't wait. DJ Moore at eight. Jalen Johnson at five. Great job, whoever booked those two people. Because that's some that, that's gonna be some great stuff today. Can't wait to see those clips later on, because I'll be sleeping for sure. Uh, but let's hear from DJ Moore. Uh let's get an opportunity to hear me talk from the post game. Um, he's a man of of little words. 
That for sure. I tell you guys all the time, when the cuts are short, that means, you know, they really didn't want to say much. Uh, but he opened up talking a little bit about Tyson Bajan. Yeah, he took what they was giving him. Uh, he stayed within himself. He didn't go, uh, go out and do nothing extraordinary. And he just stayed calm, collected, and did what he had to do. Hey, Tyson, I know you didn't do anything extraordinary. <laughs> stayed within the game plan. There were some moments where I was worried. I was worried that Tyson Bajan was going to get outside himself a little bit and, and really do it. But he had 53 people in the stands today. And he knew his dad was probably going to, oof, if he would have made some mistakes. So I'm sure he was probably, that's why he plays so well. He's so disciplined. He's probably just terrified of his pops. You know? How many, I wonder how many people he was arm wrestling in, yeah. the, in the stands too. You got that clip? Pull up that clip of uh, Tyson Bajan's dad. It's so funny. He was talking about NFL uh, the NFL Network, and he's just like a super personable dude. And the funny thing is, usually when you have dads, when you have dads like that, the the child ends up being very reserved, you know, because their their parent is the outgoing one, and so they are always the smaller person in most situations. But in this case, you know, not necessarily. Uh, but but take a listen to Tyson Bajan's dad uh, as he was on with the NFL Network. So the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, seven Super Bowl rings. That pales in comparison to your 28 world championships in arm wrestling. I met you the other night, and we began talking, and you suggested maybe we should arm wrestle just to see if I could take down a 28-time world champion. What do you think? No doubt. And I honestly expected you guys to do this on Monday. I can't believe what took you guys so long. <laughs> and I've had this little set, I love this set up for you since Monday. And if you can come over here, I can give you a little demonstration. Right, let's, let's find oh. out here. I, I know very little oh about arm wrestling. Don't, I know Brian's going to hold the mic don't here. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, would, would this the, be the referee spot right here? Can Ed just be the referee? Go on, Ed. Get in there, Ed. First of all, have you ever done this before? No. no. Perfect. I'll take over from here. I can actually keep this if you don't mind. Perfect. So we're going to have to put my hand to the side. I'll leave my hand here to the side. It's real easy. If your hand hits that pad, you are the great, you are the baddest dude in the history of the NFL Network. What usually happens is I win. What's best for you is don't fight it. All right? Everybody's good at something, and this is what I do. Ready and go. Nice. Relax there, young man. I thought for sure you'd be a lot stronger. I'll take it from here. Listen, the rest of these people, they've been calling me Travis. You can call me Daddy, young man. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot to the NFL Network. He's actually a lot stronger than I thought. He can That's definitely great. beat you. That's great stuff right there. Uh, Tyson Bajan's dad. Funny guy. Got some good one-liners. I love guys with good one-liners. You know, like they keep them in the back pocket. They shoot from the hip, and they just got them. Kind of like, uh, who's the guy that I'm thinking? Who's the comedian I'm thinking about? Oh, I'm drawing a blank on the old guy's name. Uh, I'll think of it in a second. Anyway, uh, but he, he he's funny. You would think having a dad like that would keep you loose. Because I'm sure he's good at, conver- you know, pat on the back, kicking the butt. I'm, he seems like a, a pops that would know exactly when to use either or with a guy like Tyson Bajan. But, I mean, you know, just like DJ Moore said, uh, he did what he had to do to win the game. Uh, but DJ also spoke about the game plan and what it was and, and how well it was executed. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, uh, we played a real balanced game. You know, the running game got off to a hot, hot start. The passing game came along. You know, uh, Tyson made throw some throws on the run, and uh, <laughs> it was good. It's <laughs> not too convincing, DJ. It's DJ Moore talking right now. Uh, it's Gabe Ramirez, 670. The score. Phone lines are open. Uh, taking your reactions to the Bears game, 312-644-6767. Bajan, 
man, it's like you want to say you did a good job, but it, it's like you did a good job because you didn't mess up. 21 for 29, 164. I mean, solid, but it's not like, was your dad, your dad was proud of you, I'm sure, right? Dad had to have been proud of him, but I don't know. It would have, would have threw me off. I, I, I felt like I would have liked the shot down the field. I'm sure he was fearful of an interception, so he was just taking what was given to him. He was making quick decisions, had some pinpoint accuracy in, in moments, and was certainly making the right plays. But I love the fact that the Bears leaned on the run game. I think when you're talking about identities of certain teams, it's hard for us as Bears fans to shake the identity that we've so grown so accustomed to, to knowing, which is a a, a run-heavy offense with a good defense and mediocre quarterback play. We got the quarterback play. <laughs> we did the run, and the defense played well. And look at that. It resulted in a victory. Bears playing some old-school Bears football, and it resulting in that. Um, and, again, that's what we're talking about uh, as we're listening to some DJ Moore audio and taking your calls. Uh, you know what? Let me go out to the phone lines before I get into some more DJ Moore audio. Let's go to Greg out in Rogers Park. Greg, when you're looking at the offense of the Bears, put up 30 points. Obviously, some of that coming by way of the defense, but the offense as a whole looked good. It did, and there was also flow the entire game. You didn't have the delay of penalties or them having to take timeouts because they couldn't get the play called or they had people out of position. It seemed like there was a rhythm, and everyone kind of knew what was going on for a change, in a sense, not only the offensive line, but the receivers were lined up well. I felt that. Uh, Bajan, for whatever purpose, he really he really didn't get too high or too low. He just kept going, and if there was a bad throw, he moved on to the next play. It just I don't know why, but today it seems like this is the most slow they've had in a long, long time. Yeah, Greg, talk to me about the moment where Tyson Bajan gets the first down after running, and then kind of you know waves to the crowd like to get them to cheer. What did you think about that moment uh, from Tyson? Well, I thought it was smart because I think the Bear fans have really had not much to cheer about in that building. <laughs> and I think he, it was just a way just to say, hey, let's go. You know, we're, we're here. We're going to win this game. And let's get you involved because I think he even realized that these fans deserve better than what we've had. Yeah, I mean, they certainly we deserve a lot as fans. I would say that. Uh, it was cool to see it because you saw a confident quarterback that didn't think the moment was too big for him. You know, getting that first down, cheering the cheering, getting the audience on your side from the first quarter. It wasn't like he was doing it in the fourth, right? So that's a, that's showing a, a extremely confident quarterback. He saved his offensive line from a couple of sacks by getting the ball out quickly, and that's something that a lot of people talk about. But I hear I, Greg, I hear you kind of throwing subtle shade at Justin Fields. Tell me, tell me about your thoughts about Justin. Well, I, I just think that, I think he's a tremendous athlete and a tremendous human being, but I think at times. There are times that he gets confused, like he'll look out on the line and he'll see the defense change or to something that he's not familiar with or didn't expect, and then he wants to change the play and he's not sure what to do, and then he'll and then all of a sudden you get the delay of game, you know, yeah. or they got to call a timeout, you know, because you know, and I also think too at times too, Justin will make will make a decision like he thinks that his he doesn't look through his progressions like who's. If you'll see the one guy covered, but then he, he's under the ball, look for him to get open. Where Bacon, he's like, okay, he's covered, he's covered. But the third guy, he's open. I'll just dump it off to that, like that play to the fullback, number 35. You know, he dumped it to him. Yeah. And he got like four or five yards, but that's okay. It's better than getting a loss. 
Yeah, I hear you. Thanks for the call, Greg. And I and I think that, you know, a lot of people are down on Justin Fields right now. And I try to, t- I, like, you can use a lot of analogies, but I would say one is, is this. Like, you look at, you know, Space Jam. Good movie. Solid movie. Is it my favorite basketball movie of all time? No. You know? But it's a good movie, though. You know? It's a good movie. Not top. You know, Hoop Dreams be my favorite basketball movie of all time. Great documentary. Right? But I like Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam is Justin Fields in this, in this analogy, just so we're very clear. I have something that's cool, it's good, but it's not the greatest of all time. And I want the greatest of all time. And I think that's okay. And I think that, you know, in the present, we got to accept what we have. And what we have is a Justin Fields and a, and a Tyson Bajan. And nothing wrong with that. Uh, and we also got some phone calls. 312-644-6767. 644 It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 to score. Let's go to Al and Cedar Rapids. All right, Al, talk to me about your quarterback controversy in your mind. What you got going on for me? Well, Gabe, you're a little bit offline. You're thinking that you have to draft a top eight quarterback um, for your future quarterback. Um, there's only four quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and they're in Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Philadelphia. All the other 28 teams either have a non-winning quarterback that they drafted or they have re-signed somebody off of somebody else's team, uh, like a Los Angeles Rams quarterback. Okay? So – when you're saying top eight, I would much rather spend those uh, top draft picks next year on uh, the defensive line and a left tackle and maybe a, uh, a great wide out so that when you do get a chance to bring another quarterback on, you actually have a team to surround that quarterback with that like a Kansas City or a Philadelphia where they have the team in place and the quarterback can, can survive you know, four or five games without getting uh, the crap kicked out of them. I hear the argument for making the team better. I, I, I challenge the ability to bring in a quarterback and just wave a wand and be like, we got a good team for you, so here, mediocre quarterback, come be good enough to get us to the Super Bowl. That's the part I have a problem well, with. San Francisco sure seemed to be okay with that from an Iowa State quarterback. Yeah, and look at the team that they have. Right, but the thing is, what came first, chicken or the egg? You well, they know, were, they were they, they go ahead. They were pretty good, but grab you know Garoppolo. I'd take Garoppolo over Justin Fields tomorrow. You know, if he'd stay healthy, but he yeah, San Francisco, you know, was winning with him, but he's still not the perfect quarterback. That's why they moved on from him. Yeah, I, I mean exactly. I, I guess but they moved on with him with 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 somebody else. And they thought they had it in Trey Lance. They traded him away for a fourth fourth round draft pick. Yeah, I think I think the path right to consistent playoff success happens faster. I think everyone would say that. Any general manager in the NFL would tell you it would happen faster if you can get a franchise quarterback in there immediately, right? I think everyone okay, would agree team, with that. What you? No, no, no. But, but let's, but let's go. Team, let's go off logic and what GMs are thinking, right? Like, no GM is sitting right. out there and saying, I, hold, I hold on one second, Al, 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 hang on a second. No GM is saying, I have the first pick in the draft two years in a row, and I am going to build my team to make it really good so I can then get a quarterback. No GM is saying that. You have two first picks, in, two number one picks, two years in a row. You have to address the quarterback position. 
right? It's just without question. And you can say you want to build a team and you can paint a beautiful picture and tell me about San Francisco 49ers, but how long is that going to take for the Bears to get that? That's that's hard to do. That's not easy. But it's easier to draft a quarterback in the as a number one or a top pick in the draft to change your franchise. That's what everyone is trying to do. And the Bears are in that predicament right now. That's why I push for that so heavily. Do okay. I agree with you? Do I agree okay. with you that the trenches need to be fixed? Absolutely. Right? But I want my team to be good, and I'm trying to find the fastest path to get there. And, Gabe, uh, you, you make a good point. But, again, your point and your logic is a little bit flawed because okay. we've had two different general managers in Chicago who had top draft picks, and they both took quarterback quarterbacks with those draft picks, and we're still over five years into that experiment, and neither one of them worked out. And we don't have a team to build around in this, the next guy. Fair. When we drafted Mitchell Trubisky, right? The the the, the like we the, should have drafted Mahomes. Sure, but the but the team that the Bears had, right, was very good at that point. The defense was really good. He had guys to throw it to. So to your point, which you were just trying to make, you know, having a team really good so that anyone can be plugged in to to get them to the promised land. That wasn't the case with Mitchell Trubisky. Right, and then that, that, that's what you were saying, and and then they had to fix right. it. They had to fix it and pivot and try to salvage a team that that was on the the tail end of their window, and they tried to with Justin Fields, and unfortunately that didn't pan out because of uh, Nagy's situation and where he was at, and so that didn't work out. But again, they find themselves well, that was, hitting the reset button. That was round. That was that was round peg in a square square hole. You know, that was the wrong coach, wrong fair, player. Fair. Right, right. You, you know, and I can agree and, on that. <laughs> you and I can agree on that no. one now for certain. That 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 we can do. But listen, it's it's not easy to win in the NFL. Right? And clearly there are every team in the NFL is trying to find the right recipe for them, wherever they're at in their franchises, you know, history and and where they're trying to go, where they're at in their trajectory. And it's, it's difficult. If there was one recipe, everyone would be trying to duplicate it and it would work out for everyone, but it doesn't, right? And that's the beauty of the NFL. Um, you do get drafts, you do get free agency, and you have to hire minds that can put your team in the best situation to win in the present. And the Bears are trying to do that. Um, and, and I want to hear what your thoughts are about the Bears, where they're at. The game yesterday because uh, I got a couple more minutes with you guys. All right. It's Gabe Ramirez on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday taking your calls. 312 644 6767. What do you think about this Bears game and where the Bears are headed? We'll take your calls next. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Bears take down the Raiders 30 to 12. And we're talking about it all day. A Plumbers 911 Football Monday here on 670 to score. Taking a couple more phone calls before I get out of here. Gabe Ramirez broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios. And don't forget, uh, Plumbers, 
Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank and It's Not a Game, Illinois.com. Olin Cruz hanging out with Mullion Hall at 7. DJ Moore at 8. Brad Biggs at 9. Bernstein and Holmes. Uh, for those of you going to sleep, you'll probably be up by this time. 11 o'clock, Anthony Heron jumps on. Dan Reeder hanging out at 12. And then Parkinson Spiegel. They got Kurt Warner at 2.40. Mark Grody at 4 o'clock. And then Jalen Johnson, the man himself, him, will be on the radio 5 p.m. with Parkinson Spiegel. Make sure you guys are here for that. But in the meantime, taking your calls, trying to figure out what people are thinking. Tyson Bajan having himself a day, 21 for 29, 164 with a touchdown. Dante Foreman, three touchdowns on the day. Jalen Johnson, two interceptions. Tremaine Edmonds with another interception this week. Some good play from the Chicago Bears defense uh, and from the offense as well. Uh, well Well-called game, well-coached game. Got to give credit when credit is due. Uh, And let's uh, go out to the phone lines to see what you guys have to say. Let's go to George out in Chicago. George, what do you guys say about Tyson Bajan and his performance yesterday? Oh, man, it was a good performance. The kid played good, played great yesterday. I know, um, you could tell he just got the he got the game plan locked down. You know, he's out there, he plays with a little swagger. He knows what he's doing, he moves around pretty good. The pocket got the feel for it. I mean, would like to see him throw down um, down the field a little bit more. But, you know, I mean, but he just executed. He moved the chains. He got the score for us, and uh, you never know. We could be the next San Francisco, you know. They were kind of the same similar similar position a year ago, and they got birdie, and now look at where they're at. So yeah, 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 but they, got, they got but they got Christian McCaffrey. They got George Kittle. They got Debo Samuel. They got Bosa. They got they got a pretty good team. But, but, but George, let me ask you this about, about, uh, about Tyson Bajant, right? I mean, what do you think about the fact that at halftime they had to take him out in order to put Nathan Peterman in to do, to do the Hail Mary? Yeah, that's the thing that concerns me. You know, you didn't really see his arm strength too much. But, you know, who knows? You know, a little bit more practice, he probably get that locked down and, you know, come out here and throw out a little more and see what we got. And But, yeah, I mean, kid played great. You got to give him his dues and hopefully we get to see another game of him yeah, next mo- week. Yeah, most certainly. You got to tip your cap, uh, Tyson Bajan. Listen, you just you, – you, you made everyone in the city of Chicago happy on Monday, bro. No one can say anything bad about Tyson Bajan today. We all got his back today. Some people have been saying, like, he hasn't been getting enough love. Like, what are you talking about? Everybody's been gushing over Tyson Bajan and what he did. The fact that he, you know, got a victory for the Chicago Bears. Regardless of whether it was against Brian Hoyer and uh, uh, Josh Jacobs getting hurt and Devontae Adams sitting on the bench for the last drive of the game, you got to give him a little bit of love. Uh, and that's what people are doing right now. 312 312- 644-6767. Gabe Ramirez taking your phone calls. Let's go to Michael out in Portage, Indiana. Michael, what you got to say? You think Justin Fields is crying on the sidelines or what? <laughs> uh, honestly, man, I think Justin Fields should still be the starter. I think Tyson Bajan is a, is a good backup, and, and that's what we should hope he could be. Um, his arm strength is not there, uh, but – to me, I'm not real concerned with that. As long as you know where to put the ball, I'm not concerned about your arm strength. Um, the, the Bears did good yesterday, man. Pay Jalen Johnson, by the way. Pay that man. Pay him. All the money. He was looking good. He looked good yesterday. He looked good yeah, for a while, absolutely. but yeah, pay the man for sure. Absolutely. Defense looking better. He mixed up zone and man. He's blitzing a little bit more. So, you know, I was happy yesterday, man. Uh, to, to see them perform like that. But 
it shouldn't be a quarterback controversy to me. If Justin is healthy, he should start. But, you know, I would like to see Tyson play some more uh, or play against the Chargers and see what else he could do. I'll tell you right now, Michael, this is what's going to happen. Let's just say, all right, let's live in a very, very crazy world where Tyson Bajant wins on Sunday. Mind you, okay. I'm going to be out there in L.A., so if anybody's going to L.A., find me on IG, Chicago underscore Gabe. We're going to link up. I'm going to be 15 deep. Let's hang out. Um, but let's say he wins. Now, Justin Fields should be good to go the week after that against New Orleans. And then let's say uh-huh. Justin Fields loses <laughs> against New Orleans. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where, where, where Tyson Bajan had has a little two-game win streak, the first that the Bears have had in you know over a year or so. And then Justin comes in. Has a, another, you know, six for 10, 60 yard game, you know, with like a bad fumble for a, you know, something like that. It's like, do you, right. do you, like, at that point, I'm trying to think to myself, like, what would the fan base be feeling then? Like, would the fan base be like, nah, we got to leave Justin in so he can, you know, get up his trade value? Or will they be like, man, leave Tyson Bajan in and we just want to see him for the rest of the year? What do you think? I think at that point, man, as a coach, you know, Justin, you got to come sit by me. That's, yeah. that's what I think at that point. Uh, if that happens, then, yeah, you need to make a decision. Uh, what's best for your team, and that would be Tyson. That would be tough. That would be a tough decision to make. Uh, but, it would be. But hopefully Absolutely. hopefully, we don't have to get to that. Hopefully Justin Fields does his thing, comes out, performs well. Um, and, and like I said, I just want him to go go, go, go 500 for the rest of the season. You know, but don't, don't yeah. do anything crazy. You know, don't don't go yeah. crazy where the Bears feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. All right. Thanks for the call, Mike. I appreciate it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No problem, man. Have a good one. Okay, okay. I'll holler at you next week. I know you can call it, man. I love love hearing Michael from Portage. He always calls in. Good dude right there. But now look at where my brain is going. Cause my the logic tells me, obviously yeah, the logic says the Bears aren't winning next week, right? Against the Chargers. Two and four. They just lost to the Chiefs. You know, they were on the road. They're finally coming home. Justin Herbert had the worst game of his season so far, so he's going to come out guns blazing. And the Bears are going to be, you know, whew, Khalil Mack's going to want to get a hold of Tyson Bajan. But what if the Bears win? Oh, my God. All right, let's do go you to- think they're going to, one more question for yeah. you, Gabe, do you think they're going to get, like, kind of blown out, or do you think it might be a close game? Like, what are you expecting? I know the Chargers are favored by eight and a half. Wow. Did not think it was that big of a spread. Eight and a half. That's what opened that. And the re- the fact, I mean, it's just Justin Herbert, bro. You got like a, a potent offense. He is so a it's, stud. It's not going to be like the Raiders where, you know, they're going to struggle to score. Look, at the Bears have the Bears have held the last three opponents to 12, 13, and 20 points, respectively. Wow. Now, mind you, you went up against Sam Howe, who still put up 388 yards on you, a Minnesota team without Justin Jefferson, and a Las Vegas team without, you know, damn near everybody. And so now you're going to go up against a, like a fully loaded team. And the Bears might not be ready for that. You know, 10 possessions or let's say six possessions, seven, six to 10 possessions the Chargers are going to have, they're going to score 60% of the time. Bears, not so much, right? So that's where the, the, the disparity comes in. But do I think it's going to be a blowout? No, because Tyson Bajan is good at managing the clock. Like I mentioned, three drives today or excuse me, yesterday against Las Vegas that were over six minutes. So, I mean, you know, can he do that and keep the game close and, and, and Bears defense play a little motivated? Sure. So I think it'd be close. You know, who knows? I'm going to be there, so I hope, I'm hoping for a win. Last, you want, you want to know what sucks more than anything else? Paying a bunch of money to go to a different city to watch your team, and then they lose. <laughs> 
And then every person that's that's actually from that city just trashes you. So you get you pay to go get trashed. Literally. Double entendre there. Uh let's go to DC from the South Side. DC, uh talk to me about uh what you thought of the coaching of the Bears in yesterday's game. All right, Gary, what's up, man? Tell it, man. Hey, look. Now the Bears, to me, I believe that they can actually go into LA and give a good game because these guys is playing hard. And um now Tyson, it's good that he's playing like this because this is gonna make Justin come up and step into his game. He's either gonna come with it or he ain't. Because Tyson is uh, not trying to go back on the bench. You can believe that part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He has. I, I, I like. I like what I saw. Now, as far as us winning the game in LA, we'll lose because of coaching. Right before halftime, we had at least three to two timeouts left. They didn't use the timeouts. They ran the clock down all the yeah. way to 21 seconds. Start rushing around. Everybody got discombobulated, and it was horrendous. Yeah, I know exactly what I know exactly what player you're talking about. That's DC, coaching. it was 46 seconds left on the clock, and I remember it vividly because I thought to myself, "Why aren't they calling a timeout? What are right they now? doing? <laughs> what are they doing?" It was right That's after coaching to me. Tyson Bajan just passed. He passed it to Darnell Mooney, uh, and he got tackled. And then I thought to myself, right then and there, I was like, hey, "Well, this is odd. They have, where are they saving these timeouts for? Why but, but that, are they saving? But, the but to give to give to give them credit, DC, to give them credit, it. It doesn't happen often, things like that. I I, I want to give Iberflus credit. I mean, we saw a lot of that with Coach, Coach Nagy, misuse of clock mismanagement, bad timeouts, things like that. Iberflus has done a solid job of that. So I want to give him, give him credit. But in that particular situation, ooh, maybe – I mean, they were only on the – at that point, they were on their own 38. So I could see maybe you didn't think it was going to be possible, but you got to give your guy a shot. Call a timeout there. I guess it was third down there too. Okay. I'm sure there was an argument to be made, but nonetheless, doesn't matter. It would have been nice for, the, for Tyson Bajan to put up points on the board with that two-minute drill. That would have been nice. Uh, but if, but didn't matter anyway. Bears continue to pour it on in the second half, ultimately winning 30-12. to 12, And we are going to be talking about it all day today here on 670 The Score. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank, and it's not a game, Illinois.com. Coming up in less than 10 minutes, Dustin Rhodes with the pregame show. That leads you right into Mully and Haw. Olin Krutz at 7. DJ Moore at 8. Brad Biggs at 9 o'clock. Bernstein and Holmes follow that. Anthony Heron jumps on at 11. And at noon, Dan Reederer hangs out with the fellas. Parkinson Spiegel picks up things at 2 o'clock. Kurt Warner joins them in that 2 o'clock hour, 2.40. Mark Grody hangs out at 4. And then Jalen Johnson at 5 o'clock. Make sure you're listening to that. I want to thank Tyler Farringall for holding down producer duties today. Baby T. I said that's his, that's his radio name. Who gave you that name? It was me. Oh, it was me. But he got to bang his hat to the side. <laughs> How old is Baby T? You look young, by the way. 22. Oh, wow. You know you're young when you give your age freely. Uh, shout out to him. Next time you see me on the radio or hear me on the radio Tuesday, all right? Mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time. I am Gabe Ramirez, and this it's Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score.
is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.